Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. This is the place to be tonight. Amen and amen. It's so good to be in the presence of the Lord tonight. It's so good to be back at the home church. Amen. It gets a little, seems to get a little lonely out there sometimes. Amen. It's good to come. And here's Sister Williams playing on that piano and singing, ushering in the presence of the Lord when you come in those doors. It's a wonderful thing. Amen. That is nothing to take for granted. Amen. It's a great thing to be able to feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm so happy to be here tonight. In the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 3, um, I'd like to read a verse of Scripture. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse number 14. And it reads, For we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. All right? I'd like to... This morning I was in... You may be seated. This morning I was in prayer and the Lord laid this verse of scripture on my heart and some background to this is speaking of the children of Israel when God had brought them to the land of promise and they had sent in the spies and the spies had came back and ten of them had a, a negative report and two of them had a positive report of what God was about to do and the ten that had the evil report the scripture says that they caused the people to begin to believe that God was not able to do this and the scripture shows us where Joshua and Caleb begin to stand up and begin to try to calm the people begin to show them and remind them of all the things that God had already done for them from bringing them out of Egypt into the place where they're at currently right then and they continually kept going back with what the majority of the crowd was saying because they had some they had some good points the things that they were saying that the cities were fenced up and that there were giants there and that people were uh, fighting in the land trying to possess the land and these were valid points that would bring fear to one's heart or doubt to one's heart they they were not making these things up these things were going on in the land but it did not make a difference to what the fact that God had already said that this is going to be your land. Okay? And so it gives us a great boost of confidence tonight in that when God says, this is what I'm going to do, that is what God is going to do. And it doesn't matter what kind of spirit you decide to take into your heart. There is going to be a body of believers that's going to stand for the name of Jesus Christ. That's going to preach this gospel unto the end. And souls will be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Lives will be changed by the anointing and power of God. Amen. You may be seated. And it does say here that they had a... Uh, and, and, and the book of Hebrews speaks of an evil heart of unbelief. Amen. When God tells you a promise and he sets in his word 
these commandments to you that you are to put your faith in. You are to put your trust in. You're supposed to love them with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. That is everything that you have. You pour yourself into these scriptures and building your faith and building your confidence knowing that your God is not going to leave you out there alone and leave you out there to die and leave you out there stranded, but rather He's going to provide each and every step of the way to have His church together that the people are going to come and they're going to hear this wonderful gospel being preached here. Amen. You may be seated. And as you read their explanation of what they saw, the scripture, if you read there, and I was reading it this morning, and I had my my pencil out, and I was underlining every time they said, we, and they, I, I could not believe how many times we came up in there. But well, we saw this, and, and we did this, and, and we over here, and we over here, and all this kind of thing. I'm like, what in the world? And I began to look at it, and that's what they saw. That was what they were thinking in their own mind. Okay. Well, the Bible shows us that we don't walk by sight, but that we walk by faith. And that we trust in the words that God has promised to us. And that way when things don't look like it adds up. Hey, guess what? It may not add up all the time. But we do know God's faithful. (laughs) And in this situation, they again talk themselves out of a blessing. Because of what they thought. What they saw it to be. And their perception on the matter. I don't want my perception on the matter. Nor do I want anybody else's perception on the matter. I want God's perception on the matter. I want God's idea. I want God's plan. I want God's purpose. I want God's vision. I don't want any other purpose. I don't want any other vision. I don't want any other thinking or way of thinking or way of doing it here. There's a reason why God does it the way He wants it to be done. And I am willing to follow that way. Amen. And I like what you maybe see what the brother said. He said, I, I, I'm, I'm glad about these guidelines. Nobody makes me do anything that I do. I, I'm excited. I'm glad that I get to do these things. I'm glad that, that I get to show God my appreciation by changing my life for Him. Amen. Nobody has to twist my arm to get up in the morning to pray. Nobody has to twist my arm to get me to open my Bible up and say, oh, oh look at this. This is giving me what I need to know. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Nobody has to twist my arm to, to call senior pastor. Say, senior pastor, you need anything done today? I, I, I'm going to be in the town. You can't, can't do anything. Nobody makes me. I want to do that. Amen. You may be seated. But you see, it's all in the spirit that's behind it. And when you have the right spirit, then you're going to see things the right way. But when you're looking at things through your own eyes, trying to figure out why is this this way, and why is this this way, and why is it over here like this, and it doesn't work that way. Because see, it will not add up as it did not add up for them that time. And they ended up losing out on a wonderful blessing. And then they end up falling out there dying in the wilderness because of their unbelief. And that's where the devil's going to leave you hanging out there in the wilderness of sin. And you're not going to be dying in that way of thinking. But as it shows us here in the book of Hebrews that we're to hold to this 
this, this beginning love, this beginning com- uh, commitment that we make with God, this first love, another place it says. And there's something about having that first love. When one first receives the Holy Ghost, there's a, a tremendous attitude change that takes place when somebody first gets the Holy Ghost. They've got a smile that goes from ear to ear. They are willing to do whatever needs to be done. They're jumping in there with both hands in and saying, hey, let's get this work done. Let's do whatever has to happen here. Let's have this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Another place in Revelation says, I have somewhat against thee because you have forgotten your first love. Amen. I don't want to, you may be seated. I was told one time by an individual, which I don't think I have to worry about this, nor do I want to worry about this, but he says, you know, the first time you drive a Lamborghini, it's a wonderful thing. He said, but after you drive a Lamborghini, after a while, it's just a Lamborghini no big deal anymore it loses all of its yes it's just another old car it could be whatever car it may be but after a while something the devil makes seem so great and so wonderful and after a while it just becomes another old thing and the problem with that is is people bring that kind of attitude into the church and they get so used to having good Holy Ghost services and so used to having everything at the fingertip. And then they don't know what it's like when it's not there. And so they get used to that. They, they just get so happy. But I'm not saying we don't be happy in the church, but you don't want to forget where God has brought you from. You don't want to lose your Thanksgiving here in the house of God, remembering all the wonderful things here God's doing for you. Amen. Amen, because the devil will try to get you to play church. I'm not here to play church tonight. I'm not here just to smile. I'm not here to jump on the songs and say jump and cry on the songs and say cry and dance on the songs and say dance. I'm here to give my God praise. I'm here to give God everything that I have. And so when I feel like jumping, I'm going to jump. When I feel like shouting, I'm going to shout here tonight. Amen. 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 That's a good thing. Amen. Guess what? Nobody's twisting my arm. There are many things in life that you'll learn. And the best way to learn it is to be obedient to your leadership. Be obedient to the Word of God. Because one way or another, you're going to learn the lesson. But you can bypass a lot of trouble if you'll simply just be obedient in the beginning. And the devil wants to say all kinds of things. And he'll bring all kinds of things into your mind to try to get you not to do it. Just as he did to them. Look at these men. These men are so big. Look at these cities. These walls are so high. You can never conquer these walls. Look at all these things going on. And, and, and see, and again, one of the problems is in their mind, they're thinking all we have to do is go in and possess this land. So they, they were wanting to go in there and just do it. They didn't want to work for it any longer. They didn't want to go in there and fight for it. See, they, they had been... If they would have come to that point straight out of Egypt, maybe. But see, they had been in the, in the desert for a while. They had seen some things happen, and they had, they had gotten their feelings hurt a few times because things didn't go their way. And so the, uh, one time after another time after another time after another time after another time, and the Bible actually said this time, this is the tenth time they've tested me here. And God is ready to say, I'm going to wipe them all off. And Moses, I'm going to give you a new people here. And Moses should have said, oh, hold on there. <laughs> Lord, I... I know that'd be nice sometimes, you know, but you know what? They probably had the same problem if they had the same spirit. 
And that's not the problem here. The problem is that they, they've forgotten a few things here. They've gotten away from some things here. They've, they've forgotten where I've, that, but there you've brought them out of and the things that you've delivered them from. They've forgotten all these wonderful miracles that you have provided every step of the way here, showing them and trying to remind them again and again and again and again and again how great you are. Amen. I don't want to have to be somebody that God's got to beat up one side and down the other to get a point across to me. I want to be hungry here. The Bible says, They that hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. I want to be desiring this word. I, I want to be hungry. I want an appetite here to be able to say, Teach me, Lord, the things that I need. And when you have an attitude of teach me, then when the Lord starts teaching, you're not going to say, Well, I don't like that. You're going to say, Thank you, Jesus. I needed that. I needed that change. I, I needed that adjustment here. I needed things put back in perspective here that I want to see things correctly again. Amen. Sometimes we can get a little off course, a little out of perspective, per se. But God's got a way of sharpening up that vision, sharpening up that understanding, if you will be willing to let Him do it. Amen. Which the Bible tells us that when we repent, which is a, the sign of cutting away that flesh, and that's not always a, a uh, peaceful thing to think about, is it? Anytime you cut yourself, it doesn't feel so great. Nor when your flesh, <clears throat> being the, your heart, gets things in there that it wants and ways that it wants to do things and ideas that it thinks and, and, and it doesn't want to hear anything else when God begins to reveal those things, begins to show you and convince you of those things. And that means it's not always going to be easy to let go of those things. But the Scripture does show you time and time again that you want to get rid of those things. And when, Bible, when He starts revealing Himself to you, you don't want to hang on to the garbage any longer. You don't want to hang on to the stuff that's weighing you down because it's going to ultimately get you out into a place you don't want to be at. So when God starts showing you things, you want to have a willing attitude, an open heart here to receive this wonderful word in faith, believing. It takes faith, right? The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please Him. So when God shows you something, sometimes it seems like I can, there's no way I can do this. There's no way. You have to realize, well, by faith, all things are possible. And when you have the right spirit and attitude, well, then you're not going to think on the way that the ten thought, but you're going to think of the way the two thought. And you're going to stand up and say, hey, hold on a minute here. Come on down. Now. It's going to be okay. God did it this time. He 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 did it this time. So why do you think he's going to leave you now? <laughs> Amen. Amen. You may be seated. When you let that, that nasty old human spirit in there and begins to doubt and fear everything that God's doing, well, then you're going to have yourself a, a wrestling match. And we don't want, we don't want no wrestling matches. <laughs> we want to let go and let God have his way. And we want to believe, Lord, I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. Amen. And when you keep that good, positive attitude on everything that God's doing, well, guess what? When things come your way, you're going to be able to stand with confidence because you're going to have that Holy Ghost working in your heart the way that it needs to be. And when the Holy Ghost is working properly, well, then everything that comes your way, you're going to be able to say, hey, what's the big deal? God's got my back. 
He's done it before. I know he's, I, wait, 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 calm on down here, flesh. You need to step aside and realize, hey, I've seen too many things here. God showed me too much now. I've been around a little bit too long now to fall that easily to this thing because I know who my God is tonight, and I know he's a deliverer. I know that he brings strength. I know that he brings peace. I know that he brings comfort here. Amen. And you know these things because they've happened in your life. Amen. And when they happen in your life, you just get a little stronger, a little stronger, a little stronger, a little stronger. Amen. A little wiser in the Holy Ghost. You may be seated. I love how God does things. I love it. It's exciting. And the best part is you know it's always going to have a good ending. <laughs> when you're on the right side, when you're believing in the Word of God. But when the Scripture here in, in Hebrews, it says that they, with this evil heart of unbelief, they, they had thoughts of, of leaving. They have thoughts of going in another direction. And the Bible says they got that way because of the deceitfulness of sin. And see, sometimes <clears throat> things can seem so great so wonderful. It seemed like it's such just a, a wonderful idea. And it will seem that way when you think about something and you keep thinking about something, you keep thinking about something, and you'll talk yourself into it. That doesn't make it right if you just talk yourself into it. Okay? And, and again, a lot of times it's normally going to be the opposite of what you're feeling like God wants you to do. And that's where that big old faith comes in there. And be able to bridge that gap there with faith and say, I'm not going to go this way. I know this is not right. I know that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I know this is going against everything that my Holy Ghost is trying to tell me. And I want to yield here to the Holy Ghost. And let Him have His way in my heart here. Amen. You know, we get older. I am am figuring that out. I'm not old. I'm not claiming God. I don't want to be old. I'm I'm, I'm still very young, and I'm very happy about that. But... There are things that start to change as you get older. But I do read my Bible where the, the Scripture says, the Lord, He says, I change not. And that means that His Spirit changes not. And so it doesn't matter how old we get in this body, in our flesh, that our spirit, it does not age. Our Holy Ghost does not age. It only gets wiser and it gets stronger, or it should be getting stronger as we get older and as we go through situations. And so what that means is while we're young, there's going to be more things that we're capable of doing, and, and we should be willing to be doing. There's, there's a portion of things that we are responsible here to do in our youth, and I, I, want, to be, I want to be carrying my weight here. I want to be carrying my, my, my jurisdiction, if you will, or my, my category, my, my time frame, or however you want to look at it. I don't want to be sleeping on the job. Let's put it that way. Amen. Because as you get older, you're not able to do everything that you can when you're younger. At least not physically, but spiritually you can. (laughs) Amen. And it gets sweeter and sweeter, right? As we keep going down this path. But I I, I, I want to follow suit tonight with all the other young men and say when I came into the church, I was 13 years old as well, 12 or 13, somewhere in that neighborhood. And I had been to a lot of churches, different churches. I always loved church. When I was a really, really young man, 
boy, kid, whatever you want to say, when I was five or six years old, I always, I wanted to be a preacher. And, and I kind of, and, and oddly enough, I kind of forgot about that for a few years, but there was, I had, my mom years ago would give me one of my Bibles that I had when I was a kid, and I had wrote some notes in the back of the Bible and, and all the things I wanted to do, and then I kind of, you know, stirred up that little thought in the back of my mind of what it was, and then my mom told me. I asked her about it. She said, yeah, you always used to say that. I said, huh, God knows. But um, I went to a lot, and I, always, I loved church. I didn't know really the difference of what church was or, you know, anything like that. I was very young, and my grandma used to take me to churches all the time where she went, and I never really, never really, you know, got into it. It was just one of those things I did. But as I came to age and I went to a, a truth-preaching church when I was 13, then there was something that changed, a good thing that changed. And I went in the first service, and they were having a, a special choir there that night. And the church was very full, and they had a, a balcony up top, and that was all the room that was left by the time we'd gotten there. And I heard this, this youth choir singing. And I'd never heard people sing like the way these people were singing that night. And I'm, I'm sitting there with a, a friend of mine that <coughs> I'd met. And uh, I'm looking at this person. I'm like, what are they doing? There's people just going crazy. There's people running the aisles. There's people jumping. There's people dancing. There's people shouting. I mean, all kinds of crazy. And I'm like, what? I, they never did this at the Baptist church I went to. <laughs> I never seen anything like that. I was in just a shock of what in the world this was. And so... I said, there was a, it was, a, it was a, a concert that night. There wasn't any, even preaching that night. It was just a concert. And I, I still, I, they had altar call. I went down there and I prayed. And I, and I went down and prayed. And I, these people were praying for me. And they're saying things. And I was like, in another world. I'm like, this is, this is really weird. <laughs> I don't know about this, but I felt the Holy Ghost. I felt something that said, made me say, I want more of this. And so I, I uh, came back the next service. And there was a brother there um, by the name of Brother Cole. And he was preaching, and uh, I had got the Holy Ghost that service. I don't remember the date, but I'm 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 a little off on that one. But I remember it was 13, <laughs> and I remember it was, in the, it was in the, going back to school. So it would have been about August of that year. And I'm not good at math, so I can't go back real quick and tell you what year it was. But I will remember it's in August, and I was 13, and <clears throat> I got the Holy Ghost, and it was the most wonderful thing that I've ever felt in my life. Amen. So we came back, that was a Thursday, a Friday, and on that Sunday I got baptized in Jesus' name. And ever since then, that's all I've ever wanted. That's all I've ever wanted to be around. That's the only church I ever wanted to be in company with any longer than that because then I understand, hey, this is the only way to do this. Amen. And when, when all the other ways and thinkings that people have and, and all the the, the things that would come about with family and friends and loved ones and everything else and taking a stand for the truth. At that time, I was like, what? No, you know, these, that was such a big deal to deal with that time. And now, after having faith in God and standing true to what was right and looking back now, I'm like, what was the big deal? Eventually, you know, as the Bible says, you resist the devil and he's going to flee. Amen. But at that moment, sometimes, the devil will bring things and put things in your face and you feel like you just can't see anything past that at that point. And he wants to make you feel like you just have to stop there and give up and turn around as they were this day. And that's not the case. That's not the way God works. 
Okay, that's why his word is forever settled in heaven and in earth. That's why he cannot lie. That's why he cannot change. He puts these words for we're going to be able to stand and have victory in standing. Amen. So when you find out what's right, you get in that with everything that you have. You pour your heart into this message. You pour your life into this message. You, anything that comes against it, you, you get it out of your face. You get it out of your ears. You cut out the Bible. says, lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you. You put all these things together. You're realizing God's just trying to save you. He's just trying to get you out of the wrong environment. He's just trying to get you in the right kind of place where you can have the right kind of thinking, the right kind of mindset that you're going to be able to have faith here to serve Him and love Him tonight. Amen. And you can fight against it every way that you want to. And every way the devil tries to come at you with every obstacle, everything. And you, and again, there will be some valid points in the flesh. And they won't add up in the flesh. But in the spirit where we're operating at here tonight, those things don't apply. Okay? All things are going to be possible when you're loving him. And you're committed to him. He's going to work it all out. He's going to make that way of escape. He's going to make that way to get everything just the way that it needs to be. And when he does that, you need to have a smile on your face. At least least that's what I want to do, is have a smile on my face. Even when it doesn't turn out the way my flesh wants it, I want to be able to smile and say, well, Lord, you see your ways are above my ways. Your thoughts are above my thoughts. You've got a much better understanding of this matter, and I, I, I'm just going to praise you for it right now. I'm just going to claim this good victory that you brought, and I'm going to know it's what you want. And that's what you have to understand. I, I guess me, 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 I've had to understand a lot of times that just because it isn't the way that I want, God has a better way, and He knows why it needs to be that way. And so when God shows you, you listen. When God speaks, uh, that's what that sh- the scripture there in Hebrew says, he that hath an ear. You have your ears open up tonight. You have your understanding open up tonight. When the word goes forth, you let that word come in. You listen to what that word's saying, that you're going to be able to respond accordingly to what needs to take place in your heart. And if the Holy Ghost isn't as great to you today as it was whenever you got it, well, then you need to respond to the Word of God. And you need to get yourself to that place where you're ready to do the work, that you're ready to preach the message, you're ready to do whatever it takes to make this happen. And realize it's not about us. The devil always wants to put that spin on, what about you? How are you going to make it? Oh, no, 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 hey, I didn't get into this Word about me. I got in this thing by faith, believing in what God's going to do and the way God's going to provide and if you want to stick with God's plan, well, then you keep believing by faith that God's going to provide. We're not jumping back and forth here tonight. At least I don't want to jump back and forth tonight. I'm believing by faith all the way to the end here. God's going to provide. God's going to provide. God's going to make the way. God, you know, he's done it how many times in the Scripture? Over and over and over, right? <clears throat> There's a lot to be encouraged about in the Scripture. There's a lot to be excited about in the Scripture. It's not to be upsetting. It's not to be disturbing. It's not to be a downer. It's not. It's a good thing. All these things are good things when you look at them in the right way and you understand the purpose behind them. Amen. I'm so thankful to be able to be in 
the church, in the body of Christ. I'm so thankful to be able to have leadership tonight that has paved that way, that has given that direction. There have been many times that I have asked senior pastor's opinion on things and asked senior pastor how we should do things and what he wants to be done and so on and so forth. And there have been many times where I've got off the phone, I just shake my head. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> how's that going to happen? But you know what? Every time, it happens. And every time I think, oh, he can't, oh, no, 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 no. He just don't understand what's going, he's just, he just don't know. Oh, he knows. He knows. And so when those things, you get those phone calls and those conversations, it's like, oh, 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 no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Okay. So after the first couple times of that, I, I learned to say, okay, whatever. All right, Lord. Lord knows. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Because it doesn't do any good to sit there and ponder it. Because that's what they did. They pondered it. They thought about it. They kept thinking about it. They kept thinking about it. And when you keep thinking about it, your own nasty spirit is going to get involved with it. And then you're not going to do what the Word of the Lord wants you to do. Because it's just not going to seem right. Well, the Bible does say there is a way that seems right to a man in his own eyes. And that's a way that we want nothing to do with. Because the Bible says the end of that way is death. The Word of God starts showing you, you want to perk up, open those ears. You want to have your hands in the air. You want to be shouting with everything that you got. When you've got youth, you shout with your youth. When you've got able legs, you, you praise the Lord with those able legs and those able arms that God's given you tonight. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's so good to be in the house of God tonight. It's so good. to. I'm so happy about what Lake Placid is going on Lake Placid with all the, all the children that are coming and the few adults, and God is doing good things. We've been having some wonderful Bible studies, and God's really opened to some hearts, and I believe in by faith God's going to do a great reaping of the harvest, and all is well, all is great, but when we have service, sometimes it can get a little tough when you have 30, 40 kids bouncing off the walls, and you're trying to sing songs, and trying to preach the word of God, and they are, <laughs> and they're everywhere but sitting still, praising God. <laughs> so it's good to be with people of like precious faith tonight, <laughs> enjoying the wonderful presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm so happy about all that God's doing, and I just want to keep looking forward, keep my hand to the plow, and keep going and moving in this direction that God's got us on. Amen. And I don't have no intention of looking back, and you should not have any intention of looking back either. That's just the old enemy trying to bring doubt and trying to bring fear. And, of course, your Bible tells you that perfect love casteth out all fear. And that's that good Holy Ghost that God's got for you. And you get that Holy Ghost in place, and you get it up to the level that it needs to be at. Well, all those other things, they've got to go. They've got to be out of there. They've got to be vacated from the premises because God is on the scene. God's doing work here. And where God's doing work, there's going to be great things happening. But you know, God's amazing in the way that He set everything up. And that is... That if you're not repented, and if you've got sin in your heart, and you're holding on to things that shouldn't be there, well, that means you're not going to get the Holy Ghost the way that you need to have the Holy Ghost. Because you're not making room for Him to be there. You're holding on to all this, your stuff, we'll call it. And you're not letting God have His way. And sometimes we, 
I know I think everybody's got one of those drawers at their house that just collect everything, right? The junk drawer. And every once in a while you look for something, you go weeding through the junk drawer trying to find it. Well, so many times I feel that our hearts get kind of turned into the old junk drawer. And we, we, we bring things in and we hear attitudes from people and we hear people's perspectives on things that kind of affects what God's perspective is on the matter. And every once in a while you have a good old-fashioned repentance to break up and get out all the stuff out of the, the old junk drawer, I'll call it, that don't belong there, out of the heart here that don't belong there, that may be hindering worship, that may be hindering giving, that may be hindering the work of God in your heart. Amen. There's nothing that a good old-fashioned repentance and a good old-fashioned infilling of the Holy Ghost will not fix in your heart, in your spirit. Amen. 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 Get out all the stuff that don't belong there. All the doubt, all the fear, all the anxieties, all the what-ifs and who-ups and what-this and all that, all kinds of stuff. Get all out. God's not in that business. God wants you to have a solid mind. A sound mind here. Amen. That sound mind is going to have one purpose and one objective. And that is, I've got to get to heaven. I've got to get my heart right. I've got to get the Holy Ghost. I, I've got to make sure that I don't know, I'm not carrying around any sin with me. I've got to make sure that my sin's been buried in Jesus' name each and every day that I've got the victory, that I'm standing here upon the promises that God's given me, that when the devil comes to attack, I'm going to be able to properly defend myself in the Holy Ghost, that I'm not going to allow things that don't belong to come in and sway me from this wonderful message that God has given me here. Amen. I want to praise Him. I want to thank Him. I want to do His work. I want to do everything that I can to make sure I'm showing Him how thankful I am today to be in this house. To be able to know what truth is. It's not getting old. Truth's not changing. But when you let your heart get weak, and you let your heart settle for things because you don't want to man up and deal with them in the proper manner because it may be too difficult, well, then that's going to affect you. In a bad way. God doesn't change. It was wrong then, it's wrong now. We're not changed just because everybody's changed. I ain't changed because of that. I'm not changed just because my lifestyle wants to change and I want to change, and so I'm going to blame it on what? No, 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 no. See, we got in this thing by faith, and we got it with the understanding of what we need to do, and that's what we're holding to the end here. That's what we're keeping to the end here. I'm not open for any suggestions. I'm sticking with the book says. Because <laughs> it works. Time after time after time, it works. Amen. Amen. I want to make sure in my heart that I'm giving God all. That I'm holding nothing back. That I'm, that I'm, I'm loving his message with everything that I have. Each day that he gives me. He keeps being faithful to me. I want to keep being faithful to him. He keeps waking me up. I want to keep using the, 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 all the, the tools and, and, and instruments and everything that he's given me. I want to use it right back for his kingdom. I want to use it to spread and further this gospel each and every day that he gives me. And I want to keep in my mind at all times, well, Lord, there's a reason why I'm here. And it's not for me. It's for you. It's for you. I want to give. I want to give. I want to give. I want to give. I want to do your work. I want to show my appreciation to him each and every day. Because he's been good. He's been good. He's been good. We can never repay him for everything that he's done. 
We'll never know all the things that he's kept us from and all the things that he's arranged and all the ways he's provided for us. But we do know that each day that we're here, it's another blessing. It's another awesome opportunity that God has given us to be able to use it for the right reasons. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be in the church. I'm so happy to have truth. All the people that don't have truth need the truth. And God's called us to be that witness and to be that light, to be able to spread this to them. And I'm glad that we have the opportunity to be able to do this. Amen. We all lift up our hearts tonight. Lift our hands. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you're doing, Lord, for everything that you've done. Jesus, you did wonderful. I need the Holy Ghost tonight. I want the Holy Ghost more tonight than I ever have before. I want a fresh overflowing of my spirit tonight. Anything that's in the way, I want it out of the way. Anything that I'm trying to hold on to, no, no, no. I'm laying it down here. I'm stepping out by faith. And I'm saying, Lord, I want your way. I don't want my way, Lord. I want your way, Lord. Let me have that Holy Ghost that I so desperately need tonight. Kindle this fire in my heart like never before. Thank you, Jesus. There's a work to be done. Amen, and I want to do it. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you're doing right now. I want to step out by faith tonight, and I want to believe in every promise that God has given to me. I want to stand firm upon every scripture that he's shown to me. I don't want to have any doubt and any fear. Because I know that he is the way maker. I know that he's my provider. And that he doesn't make any mistakes. He sees each and every situation right now. And he's going to make a way. Let's praise him tonight for everything that he's going to do. For everything that he's got in store for us tonight. Let's thank him for it. Let's claim every victory in this house that needs to be claimed tonight. He sees the heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for making a way right now. Come on now. 